6, 13 to 15. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing, uh, surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater. So, the patient endurance that Abraham went through. Is such a model that what is reading there, and so, and we see also First Peter chapter two twenty twenty one, First Peter chapter two twenty twenty one. For what glory is it if when ye be buffeted? Twelve one two, which you have just read, right? Not at all. Hebrews twelve one two. Him being our example. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Very serious. Romans 8, 17, 18. Very, very serious. The Lord now said, out the true definition of enduring patiently. Hallelujah. And thank you for also enduring patiently wherever you are seated here. Hallelujah. <laughs> I noticed that, that you are enduring patiently, right? Please just do that so that I can run through this. I want to finish up. Hallelujah. Present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Very powerful, enduring patiently. And have you read, uh, you can read Second Corinthians 1 and 1, 6. Enduring patiently. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And then you read also Daniel chapter 3, 16 to 28 in the marathon. Hallelujah. Aye. It is a marathon now, right? But you see that the Hebrews, Hebrew boys also endured patiently. Okay? Very fast one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. We don't have an answer for you, he said. Continue on the matter of worship. If we are it's thrown, not discussable. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty. That but there is a glorification awaiting us, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Very serious. And then the Christ appeared in there. And then Daniel chapter 6, 16 to 17. So the king gave the order and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May your God whom you serve continually rescue you. 
a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles, so Daniel's situation might not be changed. Then the king returned to his place and spent the night without eating and without any entertainment being brought to him, and he could not sleep. Continue, because later, you see, he comes in the morning. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he came to Daniel. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, may the king live forever. My God sent his angel Very powerful. The of the lions. And you are impatiently, it pays off, right? And so, how about Christ promised to come with his kingdom? I am coming. Can we look at that now? Daniel chapter 2, 44 and 45. And then Revelation chapter 21, 1 and 7. Daniel chapter 2, 44, 45. Again, when he said, I am coming soon. And I say, that implies that he's coming with his kingdom. He's coming with his judgment against sin. He's coming with his glory to reward people. He's coming with his reward also that I'll give each according to what they have done. He's coming with his authority and power. Hallelujah. So can we look at the Christ promising to come with his kingdom? Daniel 2.44 In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it will itself endure forever. Thank you very much. Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 and 7. So now this is how you understand the scripture of this rapture. And the beloved church, the beloved church, you saw the big thing about that church, the word she kept in her heart, right? The word. Continue. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Very so you can see the promise to come with the kingdom and then Matthew chapter 19 verse 28 the thrones promised Jesus said to them truly I tell you at the renewal of all things when the son of man sits on his glorious throne you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel at the renewal of all things that is in the millennial state when now there will be regeneration. Resurrection has taken place and renewal. Everything anew now. He brings his glorious throne down here on the earth. And he reigns. Uh, Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. When he promised that he is coming with his kingdom. Isaiah 9, 
6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince Thank of Thank you Jesus. so much. Thank you for glorifying him. And then Daniel chapter 7, 27. Daniel 7.27 Then the sovereignty, power and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. Hallelujah. You see what he meant when he said I'm coming soon? He's coming with his kingdom and you people have a part, a role there. Thank you. I bless you eternally for that, my son. Oh God, oh Dr. Oh God. So now, uh, and then we saw, of course, Revelation 11.15 Luke 1.32, just write it down because that we saw already. Come and reign on the throne of David. Revelation 11.15 The seventh angel sounded his trumpet and there were loud voices in heaven which said the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Messiah. That is very powerful because he's saying there that when he promised to come with his kingdom he is essentially also going to judge and wipe out, liberate the earth. Total. He's not going to share the earth with Satan or someone else. Liberate the earth total. Total, totally total. The entire earth is now his. Hallelujah. And also they are citizens of that kingdom. Can you go to the book of Revelation 21 and read for me verse 6. And then there are people who will remove from the earth. I will read in verse 8. But read verse 6 and 7. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will, will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. So those who are victorious, those who are overcomers, those who have overcome the flesh, overcome the world like him in the book of John 16.33, overcome sin, the world, sin, the devil. The pressures of this world, you have overcome that. And you can because you have the Holy Spirit here. He's raising creepers here, right? And so that's very important. And so he's raising that here. Uh, he's raising, uh, and he says, uh, uh, the book of Matthew 4, 17. When he promised to come with his kingdom. From that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent for the, the kingdom, kingdom of God is near. Hallelujah. That is what he meant. That's the kingdom he meant. Mark 10, 7. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Okay, so that's misplaced right there, but that's all right. You can still understand it. Uh, Revelation, in fact, read Philippians chapter 3, 20, 21. For our citizenship is in heaven, not conversation. For our citizenship is in heaven, from where we await a savior. Eagerly await a savior. Are we together? Our citizenship is in heaven, from where we eagerly await a savior. And we know why we eagerly await a Savior from there, right? And then the differences between the rapture and second coming will handle the next time, right? 
because there is no time now. Hallelujah. And uh, so you have read it. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. That is very serious. And so he expects you to eagerly await that kingdom, right? Because that's where your citizenship is logged. Citizenship is logged. And uh, so th that kingdom is a massive kingdom, an eternal kingdom, and he knows the people that go there, Malachi 3.1, he knows the people that go there. I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me, then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. And then 2 Corinthians 5.20. As we finish now, we may never continue. It's not possible. I wanted to look at the hour of trial, what it is, the rewards is coming with also. I wanted to look at why the church is not protected during the tribulation. I think we'll just close it for now here. J just read what you're reading. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Thank you. So now look at this now. The, the take-home message is as follows. Number one, that there is a kingdom that is coming. And the Messiah comes with that kingdom. He's bringing the kingdom, right? And so he expects us to await him, to wait for him eagerly, right? Because when we wait for him eagerly, he expects the following benefits, the following things that he has presented to us to be our focal point, just as him too, when the cross was right in front of him, what the Lord did, he presented the glory after the cross. The Lord presented to him the glory after the cross. Are we together? So the reason you should wait for him eagerly as he comes is because, number one, he has promised you a glorious eternity. Number two, he has promised you a grand reunion with Christ himself. Number three, he has prom uh, you want me to give you the scriptures too? Okay, so glorious eternity, First Thessalonians chapter 4, 16, 17. And then First Corinthians 15, 50, 57. And then he has promised you a glorious reunion with Christ. That is, and so shall we be with the Lord forever. You remember that? He promised that now you will live with Christ forever. And that's where you focus your attention. Because nothing will ever touch you again. No disease, no sickness or pain. I think for that alone, you can choose to be holy. For that alone, you can choose to be holy. Because everything is done. For that alone, you can choose to be righteous. Are we together? And holy, totally holy. Okay, so he promised a glorious eternity with Christ without a time. 
a wonderful, glorious reunion with Christ, he promised that you will receive a glorious inheritance from him. And then, of course, eternal life. Hallelujah. And to rescue you from the wrath. He promised to rescue you from the wrath, right? And then he promised you some rewards, right? Some crowns. It's not that you are an idol worshipper. You love Jesus, but the Lord normally presents benefits. For those that will help him achieve his agenda on the earth, he adds benefits to them. He rewards them, right? Hallelujah. So he also promised that you would enjoy the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem with him. He would give you access to the tree of life. Hallelujah. So the people that are coming out of the great tribulation, they are born again and they are harvested, right? Again, they are those that survive the Antichrist, right? So he harvests them. The terrible people he throws out of the earth, right? And then those that survive with, with salvation, he harvests them, right? The people that are born again in the great tribulation and survive, he harvests them, right? Are we together? Focus on me now. And when he harvests them, but all of a sudden, They, they are now able to live longer in the millennium. Have you wondered about that? They access the tree of life and eat the leaves. Yes, so the, their life is extended. Is extended. Their life is extended. Hallelujah. Those who overcome, they will eat from the tree of life. So access to the tree of life Also rewards, he promised to give you rewards. The home in the Father's house, which is paradise. Of course, imperishable bodies. So how then do you prepare? Romans 13, 11 to 13, now you can read. And do this... Understanding the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. So, now that's a revival. He's saying now you must take your salvation more seriously, right? And then uh, Hebrews 10.25, we don't have much time. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And then Matthew 24.42 to 44. Therefore, 
therefore keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. And so, there are many more scriptures, First Timothy 6, 14, 15, and the, the rest we can give them to you. So you need to be on watch. After all of the above has been said, you wait for the Messiah. And you tell your churches to wait for the Messiah, so that when he comes, they are not put to shame. He has promised you a heavenly body which is not susceptible to death. The one you have now is susceptible to death. And he has promised you immortality. When now you have mortal bodies, in 1 Corinthians 15:42, and he has promised you imperishable bodies, now you are perishable. Powerful bodies, strong, now you are weak and prone. Spiritual body and physical too incorruptible a body that does not age he has promised you that a body like that of Jesus hallelujah so there is every reason to wait for Jesus now to wait for his return eagerly so immortality the kingdom eternal life a place in his house to escape wrath. Hallelujah. So the Messiah is coming, blessed people. And you need to prepare the church. I would have wanted to continue, but uh, time is out also. We need to prepare for India now. And also I have new people here. I've been trying to plead with them to hold it until we finish. Thank you so much, my daughter. Thank you for everything. Let's clap for them. Thank you so much. I have new people here. I've been trying to communicate with them to hold it until I finish. Thank you for holding it until I finish. So now, tomorrow is Sunday service in wheresoever you will be. There is a church. You've been led, right? You've been led by Enoch. Uh, senior Bishop Enoch, right? right? Yes, you guided them, right? Yes, so you lead them to church and be baptized if you can and let them know they can access me wherever they are, whenever they want, right? And then I need to hear prayer requests from them also, right? That we may minister to them. So can you stand up on your feet now? My fathers, just by an email, the Lord has dissolved the intracranial hemorrhage. That was very bad. So you have, you have reviewed, reviewed her document, right? I know we, we waited to take her testimony for some time. I've been pleading with them. Even as I preach here, I've been communicating with them to hold it, hold it. So you want to give the testimony today? Okay, so I think today is going to be the time for... Let's clap to Jesus. Is the door closed?
I think the door is closed, right? So it looks like today is a busy day here. I'm going to give you, if you give me a moment, I will give you a room here. The Messiah is coming. I know many people are traveling. Can you sit down for a moment? I know you've sat for so long. I know you've traveled long distances. And uh, probably you are now living back to your homes. You take to them the love of Christ that we have for them, right? Hallelujah. And I know you are still on TV and on radio, right? Very powerful. And you're on radio in Amsterdam. Yes, it's happening in Amsterdam. I know you're on radios in Germany. It's a big radio. From where? From Dresden? Yes, we're going to receive the Lord now. We're still globally live, right? Yes, we're going to lead the whole world to the Lord. But I want to thank the guests here for coming continuously you are my daughters that's why as I preach here you are my focus as I'm preaching all the time I want to know if you're following right because you really jumped in the middle of it all but that's alright because now you are part of the family you've not lost a thing hallelujah and so we're going to take the testimony finally of my daughter Chalana right very serious two months in the ICU right Yes, that's why I've been saying, please hold it, I finish, and then I'll bring you here. Now, this is going to be the moment, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, uh, a blood clot in the ICU for two months. The doctors are going to give their testimony here. The documents are here. Two months in the ICU. That's serious. Hallelujah. And then we're going to call it off. I want to lead everybody to the Lord before we start the testimony that I may catch people globally, wherever they are. Thank you so much for rising up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just repeat this prayer. Say, Mighty Lord Jesus. Lord, help me that I may enter the kingdom of God. Give me patience, Lord, that I may eagerly await for your coming. Mighty Lord Jesus, today I repent of all my sins. And I disconnect totally from the allures of this world. Lord, create in my heart a spirit of meditation for the return of Christ. Lord, cause me to be heavenly focused. Lord, focus me on the joy unspeakable to come. Lord, give me total obedience to your instruction. That I may be ready. I receive you, my Lord Jesus, as my Lord and my blessed Savior. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am born again. Let me bless you, blessed people. Let me bless you.
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask you today to help each one of the people assembled here. These are your sons and daughters, and they have a zeal for the coming of the Messiah. I ask you, my Father, to establish in them, even as they have asked today, that they may focus on the come, may be focused on the glorious coming of the Messiah, and that they may disconnect from the allures of this world and choose righteousness and have zero tolerance to sin. I have stood before you, Jehovah, today and blessed them with eternity inside the glorious kingdom of God. So it shall be a man and a man. Thank you very much.